You're listening to Leveling Up, where we'll show you how to win at the game of life and business. It's time to power up your skills through life gamification with your host, Eric Sue. All right, so today we are going to talk about what to look for in a mergers and acquisitions deal. So this is from the context of, the context of this one is if you are looking to buy another company. So this is fresh on my mind, fresh in my mind right now, because we just finished an acquisition this week and we're looking at doing a couple other deals. We have a couple other, other LOIs or letter of intents that are out there right now. So for us, when we're looking at doing a deal, what we're really looking at at the end of the day isn't just a financial thing. We're looking for a situation where it's one plus one equals three. So what does that mean exactly? So for example, this agency that we just acquired, what do they have? Maybe they have services that are complementary to ours, right? So maybe we do paid media, maybe we do SEO, but maybe they do conversion rate optimization. So that's a scenario where it's like, okay, we can add another service line and we can cross sell those and we can also cross sell to their clients our SEO services, right? So there's synergies there. Also what I'm looking for are, this is a scenario where, where you know, do they have a good culture, right? And ideally it's a culture that's similar. So we got lucky with this one where the culture is actually very similar. And the other thing I would say is, is there good leadership? Because what I'm not looking to do is I'm not looking to buy another job, right? So if you're, you're acquiring a company and then you have to do all the work, that's not really fun at the end of the day. You're looking for situations where there's high leverage. So maybe they have people that you don't have. Maybe they have a CFO, maybe they have a, I don't know, a chief heart officer, right? There's always new titles that are out there, right? So maybe they have something that's very additive to what you're doing. Also, maybe they have something that like a marketing asset or a sales asset. So as an example, for us, we get a good amount of traffic each month to our site and to our other properties. We're talking, you know, in the, in the millions, right? And so that's helpful for us because we have a predictable lead generation system. Whereas most agencies that we evaluated over the last couple of months, they, they all seem to be getting deals through word of mouth, which is not really repeatable, right? And all the sales are driven by the founder. So that's not really a system. That is something that is, if the founder leaves, then it's kind of, things are in trouble, right? So if, you know, we're to acquire an agency or another company and, you know, they have that system, then that's great, right? So again, it's one plus one equals three or five or 10, or however you want to think about it. That's the fundamental thought that you want to have, right? So beyond that, you know, what else am I, am I looking at with an acquisition? Well, I'm looking at churn, right? So churn basically means, you know, how, how many clients are you losing per month or how much revenue are you losing per month? Not only just churn on the customer side, but churn on the employee side too. So <clears throat> every year, how many of their employees are they retaining? So what we look at is re regrettable loss. So we try to keep our regrettable loss under 10%. So what that means is, let's say someone at the company leaves but, and we re really know that we're gonna miss them, that's regrettable loss. If someone leaves and it's just like, oh, that's a sigh of relief, that's non-regrettable loss, right? So. You know, that's another way to look at it. And so you have the churn metrics, you have the also the client NPS, so that's net promoter score. How likely are you to recommend this company or my company to other friends? And I'm also looking at the lifetime value of a customer. I'm also looking I'm also looking at the I'm gonna have to edit this part out. Let's see what else we got. Oh, here let me pull this up. Oh, okay. 
So we're also looking at their margins as well. So you can look at their gross margins, you can also look at their net margins as well. And um, the, the, the agency that we just acquired is, it happens to be very profitable, right? Um, so that's great because now I can look at, from a strategic standpoint, I can, I can think about, okay, what can I do creatively in terms of financing? Because if you're very profitable, banks are gonna like to give you good deals or you can go to other types of alternative financing platforms like a pipe or a cap chase. You have a lot of different options that are available to you. And what else am I looking at? I'm also looking at the lifetime value of a customer. Okay, so lifetime value of a customer. If the lifetime value of a customer is $100,000, I know I can spend a lot to acquire a customer. And I also wanna know who the A players are on their team. And so these are just a couple things I look at. Maybe I'll make another episode where I talk about questions to ask when evaluating a mergers and acquisitions deal. So we'll kind of just leave it at that. But, you know, super excited with this deal. We're also looking at other ones too. It's really important to have kind of consistency. So consistency with the questions that you're asking. That way you can kind of compare these different deals side by side and then you can get the deals done that way. So that is it for today. You may have completed this level, but many more bosses await. If you're looking to level up in marketing or business, just go to singlegrain.com forward slash leveling dash up to get access to our individual and team training programs. That's singlegrain.com forward slash leveling dash up.